You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. I hope you're having as best a week as possible, given all the different types of lockdown we are facing across the country. Now, if you've been following the podcast, you know that we're in a series of podcasts which looks at the different types of paid and unpaid leave that you may be entitled to. This week, we're moving on to look at a range of different types of unpaid leave that you may need to access at some point whilst you're at work. Unpaid leave refers to a period of leave that you might want to take and obviously for which you won't be paid. And this may be leave that you're taking for a range of reasons. This week, we're looking at career breaks or what are commonly called sabbaticals. Career breaks or sabbaticals involve authorised extended periods of time away from your job for a period that will likely be more than three months and in most cases will not usually last longer than a year. Now, as you can imagine, for you to be able to take this amount of time away from work, even if it is unpaid, you're going to need the permission of a high level manager. Because what is actually happening here, if you're lucky enough to be able to take a sabbatical, is that when you're asking the company to let you go on leave for at least three months, there's an expectation that the company should be able to keep a job open for you. When you take sabbatical leave, you may have the right to return to your job. And if that's the case, the employer, where possible, will make arrangements to cover your job so that you can resume the role you had when you return. But bear in mind that there may be times when this can't be done. And at that point, the employer can look for an alternative job for you, which will be offered to you on similar terms and conditions that are no worse than those of the original job that you had. So it's important to take note of the terms and conditions that you're coming back to. Where the employer is able to hold a job open for you or where you'll be allowed to return to work but to a different job, then this has to be your preferred option. Because the key thing here is that whilst your job or a job is being held open for you to return to after leave, you should also be accumulating the time you are away to put towards your length of service. Now, length of service is critical in employment rights because going right back to the first editions of the podcast, Once you have two years length of service, you then get access to the remainder of your employment rights, chiefly the right to claim unfair dismissal and the right to access entitlement to redundancy pay. So set against these employment rights, if your employer is agreeing to you taking sabbatical leave or a career break, 
one of the most important things your employer will be doing is to ensure you continue to accrue length of service time whilst you're off. Because sometimes that length of service time you accrue can go a long way to helping you to meet the two-year time limit that you're going to need to access the remainder of your employment rights. So when you're negotiating for a career break or a sabbatical, it's important to check that you will also accrue length of service. Okay. So sabbatical breaks or career breaks are mainly used by employees who want to take longer periods of time off work to pursue things like full-time study. And they've also been used for periods of long travel or volunteering or completing other forms of voluntary work like work experience in another country. Sabbaticals have also been used by employees to take time off to care for a loved one who may be sick or terminally ill. This has allowed employees to care for sick family members and to be with them during their time of need without worrying about the impact on their job or their performance at work. One point that does have to be remembered here is that sabbaticals don't cover you being able to complete paid work for another organisation or business whilst you're off. And you can understand that because the employer is allowing you to take time off to pursue something that's very personal to you. And whilst you're off, you're also still going to be accruing length of service time, which in itself is as valuable as the pay you would have received had you been at work. So for this reason, the employer will not allow you to accrue any benefits for another employer whilst you're off. And that will mean that you can't complete any paid work for anyone whilst you're off on sabbatical leave. Other financial implications that you need to be aware of are those related to your pension contributions. Because remember, whilst you're off, those contributions are not being made by the employer and they're also not being made by you because you're not being paid whilst you're away from work. Now, you may be able to make arrangements to make up those missing contributions when you return to work. And if this is something that you're likely to want to do, then it's best to check the arrangements for this before you make a final decision about taking your sabbatical. Another financial point to remember is that most employers will not allow you to carry over any leave or to accrue annual leave whilst you're on sabbatical. And it's usually the case that the employer will want you to take all of your annual leave before you go on sabbatical. And then you only start building up your annual leave again when you return to work. If you're allowed to take a sabbatical, most employers will expect you to keep in contact with the organisation or the business and will usually appoint someone as your contact person whilst you're on leave. Having a contact person means that even though you are on leave, you still remain in touch with the organisation or the business 
And how often you make that contact is usually something that can be agreed between you and the contact person at the time when you're finalising the terms for your sabbatical. And the key thing is that when you do make contact, it's usually a good time to catch up on things that may have changed with the organisation or the business whilst you're away. And being in touch with those changes will make it easier for you to make those transitions back into work when you return from sabbatical. And it will also help the employer to arrange any training you might need to help you to adjust to being back at work when things may have changed. So who qualifies for a sabbatical? Who can request one? Well, sabbaticals are usually only open to permanent employees. Now, we've known companies grant sabbaticals to employees who have only been in post for six months. And they've granted them because those employees have needed time off to deal with emergencies or particular life-changing events. And we've also known employees grant sabbaticals as a kind of thank you gift to an employee who has worked for a company for a specified period of time, usually five, seven or ten years. But even though sabbaticals are usually only given to employees, it's key to remember that sabbaticals are not linked to any of your employment rights. And because your employer doesn't have to hold your job open for you unless the employer chooses to do this, this means there is much more scope for anyone really to apply for a sabbatical regardless of their employment status. And that's because a sabbatical is a gift the employer can give. And because of this, an employer can grant a sabbatical to whomever the employer chooses, irrespective of employment status. Therefore, if you're a worker, you won't know whether your employer would allow you to have a sabbatical or a career break unless you ask. But in our experience, we have generally seen sabbaticals being granted to employees. As stated earlier, there is no employment right that says you must have a sabbatical and there is no employment right that says you cannot have a sabbatical. It really is within the gift of an employer to give. And the starting point for everyone is to check the terms and conditions of your contract of employment or check the staff handbook or check with your company's HR department or HR person and they may direct you to the company's policies and procedures. If all else fails, just ask and see what happens. The starting point for asking, we suggest, is to ask in writing whether the company offers sabbaticals and if so, to then request an appointment with the relevant person to discuss your reasons for needing a sabbatical. The worst that can happen is that the employer says no and you're no worse off. We have known sabbaticals or career breaks to bring about the most wonderful experiences for employees and workers who have been granted them. 
a piece of advice that we would give is that if this is something you are planning to do, remember that for the whole of that period that you are not at work, you won't be paid. And so it might be good practice to review your finances and think about how you are going to manage financially for the period of time that you're going to be off and when you will not be receiving pay. And that's it for this week. Remember, if you feel you've been treated unfairly at work, the first thing you need to consider is submitting a complaint or a grievance to ask your employer to investigate your concerns. To help you with this, included in the podcast notes for this episode are some really useful grievance templates that you can use to help you write your letter of complaint. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast and press where it says see more and you'll see the live links that will take you to some helpful grievance support templates and some other useful grievance information. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode And please remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content, sharing the details of the podcast with one other person and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast. Until next week... Thanks for listening and have a great week. Bye for now.